from the corner of Bay and Dundas in downtown Toronto. This is Like Nobody's Business, a podcast of thought leadership and business innovation. I'm your host, Nadine Habib. Have you ever faced an ethical dilemma at work or felt pressure from higher ups to sell a product not right for a customer? On today's episode of Like Nobody's Business, we speak with Chris McDonald, Associate Professor at the Ted Rogers School of Management. He tells us about his research into ethical dilemmas young people face early on in their careers. We talk about the impact corporate culture has on new employees and how he's trying to change the classroom to better prepare students for their first job. Hi, Chris. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. My pleasure. So let's start off by you telling us a little bit about the research you're conducting into ethical dilemmas in youth. Sure. The research we're doing is is technically on what we're calling early career employees. Um, and, and that's basically, you could think of that as being 20-somethings. You could think of it as my students next year or the year after when they graduate. And the, the idea is, um, is grounded in the intuition that young people face different ethical challenges in the workplace than senior people do. Uh, And a lot of what we teach in business ethics classrooms, and that's true in classrooms um, across North America, is we teach uh, historical cases, cases that feature uh, decisions made by senior executives. And so they don't necessarily prepare students terribly well for the decisions and challenges they're going to face immediately upon graduation. And so what we're working on now is, is uh, trying to gather uh, evidence to back up um, what we think is true of the ethical experiences of junior employees. And so we started by doing a, a small-scale pilot project that involved interviews with MBA students, and now we're working towards doing a national workplace survey that asks people directly what kinds of uh, challenges they're facing. Okay, wow. And what was the inspiration to begin this research? Well, the inspiration was basically anecdotes told to us by our students, right? So we have students who tell us, uh, either in class or one-on-one during office hours, that they face uh, ethical challenges in the in the workplace, whether it's pressure to uh, to sell people things they don't need, whether it's uh, 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 sexual harassment, whether it's um, uh, uh, pressure to discriminate against uh, customers or against other employees based on uh, uh, gender or sexual orientation or looks, and what we wanted to do is to see uh, is to go beyond anecdotes. As, as researchers, we, want to, we wanted a more robust data set than that. And so the idea is to, to take those anecdotes and now uh, uh, go beyond them to look at a broader range of experiences. Mm-hmm. And how do those early career years for recent graduates shape the rest of their working life? Well, I think everybody recognizes that those early days are crucial. I mean, junior people, uh, people in their, in their first job, in their first few years, are uh, impressionable. They want to fit in. The, the thing they value most is they want to be part of a team because that's how they show that they're going to add value to their workplace by being a good team member. And so the worry is that in those early years, that's when they're being taught what's okay, those informal norms, those informal standards that aren't necessarily written down anywhere, right? The sort of things where uh, people are tempted to say, well, it's okay because everyone does it or that's just how we do things around here. And my worry is that when someone is told that's just how we do things around here and it involves something ethical, unethical or in an ethical gray zone, they're going to carry that lesson throughout the rest of their career. Mm-hmm. 
And you've said that in most cases, people know the right thing to do, but they don't know how to do it. So how do you help students get to a place where they are comfortable addressing uncomfortable situations? Well, that's an interesting question because one, one of the things I've told students in my ethics class for years and years is that um, you know, one of the things, you know, I, you never know in advance what someone's going to get out of, out of a class, uh, but one of the things they will get is they'll get an increased comfort talking about ethical issues because a lot of people are brought up um, thinking that uh, ethical issues are, uh, are, are something you don't talk about in polite company or that it's somehow rude to question someone else's ethical beliefs, and I do my best to get them past that. I say, look, we're going to talk about this. If we're going to work together, if we're going to be part of the same institution, we need to be able to talk. We need to be able to say, look, you know, let's let's think about what kinds of values we would be manifesting if we make this decision. And if you can't have that kind of open discussion, you're not going to do well at dealing with ethical challenges in the workplace. So what we want to be able to give students is, one, uh, a familiarity with the standard issues, the issues that we know they're going to face, and then, two, uh, the comfort that comes from experiencing uh, actually discussing them with other people. Mm-hmm. So do you guys run through a situation where they would say, okay, you know what, let me take a step back and tell a boss this is how I feel about a situation? Yeah, sure. I mean, a couple of the things we're doing that, that we hope, uh, you know, out of, this, out of this research, one is we're trying to develop new cases. We're developing case studies. Cases are very common in business education and in business ed- ethics education, but we're trying to develop cases that speak directly to young people rather than have cases uh, uh, about uh, older folks in senior executive positions. We want them to be reading and talking about cases that they can relate to so that when I say to them, what do you think you would do in this situation? It's not that hypothetical. If I ask them, you know, what would you do if you were the CEO of a major bank and you faced this complex merger uh, or acquisition that involved a conflict of interest? Well, my students will will throw themselves into that role, but it's it's super hypothetical and it's not super realistic. Whereas if I say to them, you know, imagine your boss is pressuring you to sell a line of credit to an elderly customer who doesn't really need it and doesn't really understand it, what would you do? No, seriously, what actual words would you say in that context? That's a much more realistic uh, learning experience. Mm -hmm. And so you also said that your research is changing the way you teach in the classrooms with the different case studies um, that you're presenting to your class. So how is that influencing uh, your teachings? Yeah, this is, I mean, this is the kinds of things we're trying to do is we're trying to, you know, we've always used cases and we've always used discussion, but what we want now is, is for all of the cases and discussion to be uh, much more carefully focused on the realistic challenges or, or, or cha- make them realistic conversations about challenges students are actually going to face. So it's a, re- it's a really good example, we hope, of how influence can change uh, pedagogy, can change classroom experiences. Mm-hmm. And finally, what do you think needs to change in order to mitigate the influence of corporate culture on Canada's youth? Well, I think a bunch of things. I mean, uh, corporate culture... Um, is just inevitable. I mean, every every corporation, every organization has a culture, and as I always tell my students, the culture of the place you work will change you. It doesn't matter how how uh, robust you think you are, how strong you think your values are. The places you work will change you, and so um, you know the first thing we want to do is to be able to get students prepared for that idea mentally, right? To know that the initial choices they make about the places they apply for jobs and the places they accept jobs are going to have an effect, not just on their quality of life and the experience of working, but also on their values and who they are as, as a person. And so and, and the second thing we want is to get them prepared to have those discussions, right? Because 
Um, there will be pressure to go along to get along. There will be pressure to be a team player, even when being a team player means violating your own values. And so you want we want students to be able to think uh, and, and be proactive about engaging in conversations with coworkers where they can help shape the corporate culture in a positive way rather than just being steamrolled by it. And then, of course, uh, in principle, we'd like, to, we'd like to work more with companies to help them shape their corporate cultures. And so that's why we've currently got a number of employers who are interested in, in talking with us about the results of this research because they know that they can do better at preparing their youngest workers for the kinds of pressures they'll face. And how are students reacting to these types of scenarios and situations? It's really striking. As an educator, you know, I've been teaching business ethics for 20 years now, and I've never seen students' eyes light up the way they light up when you, sh when you give them an example that they recognize. So our students, most of my students already have job experience. Some of them are in co-op. Some of them have part-time jobs or even full-time jobs. And the thing you see when you present them with a scenario that is realistic they're, you know, all the heads across the classroom start nodding and their eyes light up and they start paying attention because they know this is relevant. This is something that matters to them and it's something that's real to them. Like Nobody's Business is a presentation of Ryerson University's Ted Rogers School of Management. For more information about TRSM, visit ryerson.ca forward slash Ted Rogers School. Thank you for listening. <laughs>